0: Mark chapter 4. And reading from verse 3. And if you follow along, we'll skip down and take some little bit extra as we move down. So Mark chapter 4, reading from verse 3. This is Jesus talking. Listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns which grew up and choked the plants so that they did not bear grain. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up grew and produced a crop multiplying 30, 60 or even 100 times. That's thriving, isn't it? Now, down in verse 13. Jesus said to them, Don't you understand this parable? How then will you understand any parable? The farmer sows the word. Some people are like seed along the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. Others, like seed sown on rocky places, hear the word and at once receive it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecutions comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Still others, like seed sown among thorns, hear the word. But the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth and desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. Others, like seed sown on good soil, hear the word, accept it and produce a crop 30, 60 or even 100 times what was sown. Great words for us this morning as we think about, you know, where do I grow from here? Why don't we pray together, church? Let's pray. Oh, God, we thank you for your word. God, we thank you for sending Jesus, the word, into this world. God, we thank you for demonstrating your love for us so much in sending your son to die on the cross. And we, God, Uh, are those who have looked to you and said, Thank you, God. Thank you for forgiving us, for giving us new life, for taking our sin away and giving us new life, new hope because of Jesus' death. He died in our place, God, and we're so thankful. And we praise you this morning, God, because you love us enough to send your son to die for us and that today your Holy Spirit lives in each one who names your name, Jesus. And you guide us and you steer us and you direct our paths so that our roots go down deep and that our, our lives begin to reflect your values, your character, you. Oh God, we thank you for your love for us and you continued leading us into deeper, stronger and more mature ways of living for you, Jesus. We just thank you for that this morning. And God, we, we want to thank you for our church. And we thank you for speaking to us and for really giving us a vision of what you want for us, each one of us. Oh God, we pray that you would help us to thrive. We pray that you would help us, no matter where we are in our spiritual journey, to look to you, Lord Jesus, and to find strength in you, new life in you, the, the faith to take the next step, because you're with us. And God, we pray that you'd help us to just love your word and go deeper and deeper into it and grow each day. Lord, we pray for today that you would speak to us afresh. Holy Spirit, that you would speak through your word to us. And God, we pray that as we meet together for, over lunch, that our conversations would be rich and that we would find deep friendships and that this might be a great time for us as a church to, to grow deeper in our love for each other. Lord, we want to pray this morning for people in this world who are really finding it tough. We want to lift up our hearts for the people in Burma this morning. God, we pray for them following the, the cyclone. And we, we, we do thank you for the news that we've received this week. We, we prayed last week, God, and this week we know that Uh, the the military rulers and the military government have opened up to allow aid in and we're thankful for that, God. We thank you for that. And we pray that right now and very quickly aid would be coming in and helping those that are most desperately in need. Lord, we pray for our brothers and sisters who are Baptists in Burma and we pray for them at this time you would be sustaining them and strengthening them and helping them to help others in this situation as well. Oh God, we pray for Burma. Lord, we pray for China today. We think of those that are uh, still facing the most deep grief after losing loved ones and those that are so vulnerable vulnerable because they don't have housing and they don't have food and they are right in the midst of places where there might be disease all around them. And God, we would pray for swift, effective help from not only the Chinese government but through all international people helping as well. Oh, God, we pray for these situations and lord we we want to pray now for friends that we know that are struggling today people that have uh, illnesses people that have um, things that are stopping them from from growing in their faith uh, things that are really stopping them from coming to know you and the fullness of life that only you can give and just in these moments god just in these quietness we just lift up those names before you in our hearts let's do that together church So, God, in these moments, hear our prayers. We thank you that you are our God. And we truly, God, feel so blessed to know you, so blessed to be in your house, and so blessed to be worshipping you. And we thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. He's here, isn't he? Fantastic truth to affirm that where two or three are gathered. Uh, He's here in the midst of us. Well, this is the second week in our vision series. And uh, if you missed last week, we're all in on something that you're not in on, that affects our whole church. And we really feel bad about that because you missed out on, on what it is. We all know our vision and yet you've missed it. So what we wanted to do today is to have free CD available for you after the service so you could be in on it too and we could all share. So if you, if you missed last week's service, just go to the information desk at the end of the service and say, I wasn't here last week, can I have that CD so I can listen to it this week and we can all be on the same page. Now if you were here last week and you're in on, in, in on it and you're in the know, if we could sum up our vision in just one word, what would it be? One, two, three. Ah! Yeah, that was great. I could hear Del Crawley, was it, yelling at him? That was great. Let's, let's all say it one more time, see if we can drown out Dell. see if we can beat Dell. Ready? One, two, three. Thrive. Great. Fantastic. Hey, uh, so that was last week. We talked about the fact that uh, Wodonga District Baptist Church, we want to thrive. We want to be a community where you can flourish no matter where you are in your spiritual journey and we talked about that thriving it comes from uh, knowing Christ and Jesus said I've come that you might have life and have it to the full and you can only thrive through Jesus so thriving comes from being connected to him one with him in union with him and we thrive when we're connected with Jesus. Remember we talked about the fact that thriving can happen anytime, anywhere, anyplace, whether you're old or young, whether you're rich or whether you're poor, whether you're male or whether you're female, whether you're black, red, white, yellow, whatever nationality you're from, you can thrive. And remember we talked about just four big ideas last week to help us grasp a little bit more of what it means to thrive. We said we thrive when we obey God, whatever the cost. And then we said, we thrive when we trust in God, whatever the circumstance. And we said, we thrive when we share Christ, whatever the response. And you remember us last week finishing off by saying, we thrive when we have faith in God, whatever the obstacles. Remember that? Got all that. That's our vision. So if someone comes up to you and says, "Ah, oh, you go to Wodonga District Baptist Church? What's their vision? You can just say, it's thrive. We have a vision that everyone in this community would flourish the way Jesus desired that they would. Life to the full. That they would grow healthily. Now, if people just say, that's great, this vision of thrive, but actually What's the, what's the assignment? What, like, what do you do if you were to sum up all the things that the church do just in a simple kind of way? What is it? What's your mission? You know, what is the thing that we're all trying to do together? And we kind of had a bit of thinking around this, and this is what we've come up with. And if you have your little notes in front of you, this is our, what, our, what we, we think our mission is. If you could sum up how we're going to thrive, what we're trying to do, in order to help people thrive, this is it. Transforming people far from God into vitally empowered servants of Jesus. That's what we're trying to do. Take people who are far from God, who don't know him, and we're trying to help them come to a point where they would come to Jesus well, they would come to bow the knee and give their lives to Jesus and make him Lord and Saviour and be one with Christ, in union with Christ. But that's not all. We're just not wanting to help people come to know Jesus and leave it there. We want people to grow and to grow and to grow until they become vitally empowered servants of Jesus. We're trying to take people from here come to the foot of the cross, give their lives to Jesus and keep growing until they become vitally empowered servants of Jesus and even then keep growing, keep growing. Vitally empowered means that the Holy Spirit is, is, is working in these people's lives, that God is, is Lord, that Jesus, that Jesus is a Saviour and the Holy Spirit is, is having his way in their life. And They're empowered but they're not big and bossy We're actually servants who are in God's hands doing whatever he wants us to do, serving Jesus in whatever way he wants us to be, serving him. Vitally empowered servant of Jesus says, for me to live is Christ, to die is gain. So we have a vision. This is our mission. If someone was to come and say, what is our mission? Why don't we say our mission altogether, transforming people far from God into vitally empowered servants of Jesus. So if you were to come into playgroup one day and there's mums and a few dads in there too and they're looking after the kids and everything and you were to go up to one of the people there and say, what are you you trying to do? Well, look, we're wanting to build a great playgroup but you know, underneath all that we're wanting to do is to help people that are far from God We want to help them come to know Jesus and to become vitally empowered servants of Jesus. That's our our desire. That's our goal. If you were to go into Crafty Creations and speak to Gene Wellington and you say, Hey, Gene, what are you trying to do here? Well, we're trying to reach people who are far from God. We love doing crafts and we love catching up together. But our ultimate goal is that people would come to know Jesus and that they would continue to, to grow and to grow until they're vitally empowered servants of Jesus if you're a small group leader, that's what we want your mission to be. If you're in the, in the creative arts team, that's what we want you to be. If you're at, at Youth, Youth United or Young Adults, that's what we want. Uh, even on the castaways too, we want people to be touching base with non-Christians and people that are far from God and helping them come to know him, to be transformed f- f- by him and to thrive, to be people that know him completely. Now, some people said after last week, love, love the vision. It's great. You know, it's so personal. You know, it means I can do, I can, I've got to thrive. Like, it's really great. But what is the church doing? You know, what's their strategies? And you know what our strategies are? To help you thrive, <laughs> you know. Uh, that's what we want to do. So we want to create an environment where you can thrive. And we've come up with some stages of thriving that we want to share with you this morning, and hopefully you'll understand the stages of thriving, and you'll be able to understand where you fit in your journey so far, and you might be able to understand what God might be wanting you to do, and what how you can grow from where you are in the stages. But before we share these stages of thriving, I just want to tell you two things. Unfortunately, we can't make you grow. It's incredible, isn't it? Spiritual growth. Who, who does that? God. God, yes. Look at what it says in 1 Corinthians 3, 6 to 7. Paul says, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God made it grow. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. So let's be clear that the church is not wanting to try and make you grow, <laughs> you know, we want to create an environment where you can flourish. We want to be a community where you can thrive, but it's God who will ultimately make you grow. God makes things grow. Second thing is, it's mysterious how God makes things grow. Look at this, Mark 4, 26 to 28. Jesus said, also said, this is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scatters seed on the ground night and night. And day, whether he sleeps or get up, the seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how. All by itself, the soil produces grain, first the stalk, then the head, then the full kernel in the head. Just two thoughts out of this is that healthy things grow. God has planned them to grow. You know, all by themselves they grow. So, for instance, you know, we didn't say to Georgia, Georgia, hurry up and grow when she was born. You know, (laughs) all we do is try and feed her regularly, change her clothes, help her learn as she grows. But God has made her so that she grows and God's helping her grow. In the same time, we can't make you grow spiritually. God will do that. But we're wanting to create an environment where you can flourish, where you can grow healthily. Uh, the second uh, thing is that not only uh, th- this sort of happens m- mysteriously, you know, the seed sprouts and the growth, and it's almost like sometimes it's unperceivable. And and we don't want to get so clinical that we say this happens, this happens. You know, when God is at work, let God be God. And uh, we, we've got to hold this mystery of spiritual growth and, and thriving happens in ways that God... God's ultimately in control of. But when we do come to understand the stages of thriving, these are kind of ways that we've thought about breaking it down so that you can understand where you are and where you grow from here. The first stage is seed, the seed stage. And in the seed stage... This is where a seed is planted. And like we read in the reading from Mark 4 today, that the sower sows the seed. This is a very careful stage because the seed might not actually take root and grow. It might be eaten away and taken off. And in this stage, the seed is people that are just coming and exploring faith and saying, is there a God? Uh, there's so many questions i have but i'm wanting to explore faith i'm wanting to know god are you real and these people uh, are here today some of you are here in that category this morning and all the time every christian you're meeting, you're thinking is god at work is he real can i respond to him god what are you saying to me the, the second stage is sprout and this is where the a person becomes a Christian. Everything prior to them bowing the knee to Christ is in the seed stage. But when they come to give their lives to Jesus, they move from being a seed into sprout. And this is new, new growth begins This is a people begin growing in Christ at this stage, and this is all very exciting and very new. But they're learning what it means to be a Christian, what it means to have faith, and how they can live now. The third stage is where is flower. So instead of just the sprout coming out, what what we see is people starting to flower and and leaves to appear as well. In here, you see people regularly having. disciplines that will help them grow by this stage they're in community and starting to grow more and more and this like a flower when you see when you see a flower starting to bloom you know it's healthy and it's going well the fourth stage is fruit and in this stage the flower is turning to fruit and fruit is born and people can come and take beautiful fruit, juicy fruit off this tree if it's flourishing and if it's thriving. You can rest in this tree's shade. You can, you can enjoy many blessings from a tree that's in fruit. And we wanted to look at these in terms of a Christian's journey on thriving and how they can thrive. And, and some of the things we want to... Uh, Try and think about more and more in the future. If our vision is to thrive, we want to understand how we can help people in each of these stages that they're in. But before we do, I just want to—we're going to talk about just two of the stages this morning: seed and and sprout. But I just want to let you know a few things. God loves you at every single stage. He loves you completely, whether you're right at the very beginning or whether you're right at the end. I love Georgia when she was a baby, and I love her now just as much. And God loves you unconditionally. That doesn't change in accordance to how much you thrive. He loves you all the way through. The second thing is you can thrive at every stage. So we're not saying that thriving is only when you're right up at the other end. Thriving here means responding to Christ where I am. You know, we, we, it's, it's doing what Christ is calling you to at the stage of growth where you are at right now. You never get to a stage where you don't need to grow anymore. You, thrive, you continue to thrive right through your life and continue to need to grow. Uh, I became an adult somewhere between... I oh, was probably 13 when I became no, no, but somewhere between 18, 25, maybe I became an adult somewhere. It happened. But now I'm still I'm probably more of an adult when I was at 25, believe me. I know more now than I did back then, and I've just continued to grow as an adult. And in the same thing, you, you must you keep growing and thriving right through this the stage. You never get to a spot. We should not ex- expect fruit. From seeds, I think sometimes churches get into big problems when we expect that people should be bearing fruit when they're just investigating Christ. You know, and sometimes we get very judgmental of people that haven't even got their roots down. I think, oh, how can that be? They haven't even got their roots in. Let's give them a break, you know, and let's do that. So we shouldn't expect fruit from people who are just seeds. And you know, it would be like, um, you know, it be like me saying to, to Georgia. Uh, you know, when she was say six months old, you know, get get your own meal, you know, feed yourself, get ready, you know. We can't expect that from people that aren't uh, aren't in that way. There's appropriate responses for different areas. The other thing is, you need more support from the church in the earlier stages. So. When, uh, a, a flower, when, a, when a seed is growing, you need to be very careful about the nutrients and the help, you have to be very careful about it growing, roots, and, and you have to be very vigilant in watching. You know the, our, our vision picture, we have the hands around, around the, the, little, the sprout and showing that in these two stages, nurture and care is so important. And if you're in these stages, You need the church to support you and help you. But as you grow more and more, you know what happens? You become less dependent on the church for your spiritual growth. And you become more to relate to the church in a way that you're serving the church rather than it. Serving Do you you know what I mean? So somewhere along the line, the transition changes where you become someone who's giving back now as you go through the stages. Whereas in the early stages, you're receiving all that you can. Every service is a new opportunity to learn more about God. Every small group is a new opportunity to learn more. But then later on, as you grow, you start to give back and to become someone who is a self-feeder. You're feeding yourself, you're helping yourself grow and you're not as dependent on the church. Now, the church is a place for you to serve and to give and to help. Now, in these next few moments, just in the moments remaining in the rest of this message this morning, I just want to explain to you the first two sections and the idea of this is that you would understand the stage of thriving you would understand some of the key issues that are on it going on in this stage. And when you ask the question, where can I grow from here? You might have a bit of an understanding on some of the steps you might take from now. So if you want to flip over your sheets if you'd like to. And we're going to talk about the first uh, stage of thriving. And the first stage of thriving is seed and we can explain this as a time where people in this section are exploring Christianity. They're taking the first steps in spiritual growth. They're starting to say, uh, you know, is God real? Uh, is, there, is this true? Uh, are people just coming along to church every day out of habit and I don't want a bar of it? Or is God really someone who uh, can help me thrive? Is there... Is, is this real? They also, um, are, they're looking for evidence at this stage. They don't involve God generally in their daily lives. So uh, they think about him quite a lot, but perhaps, but they don't often involve God daily in their lives. They need help in understanding spiritual issues. Many people have never, ever read the Bible in this stage or never even thought about what, how they can grow um, in this what they even need to do. They don't know that they need to respond often uh, to, to God and make decisions. They view the Bible as largely irrelevant. They don't believe, like we do, that it is God's word. And, and many people in this category will be saying, well, it's interesting, but it's irrelevant to my life. Many people in this stage seek God only in times of need. When they're they're desperate, they seek him and they cry out to him for help. Largely, people who are in the seed category don't serve. Uh, They're looking uh, whether they'll even keep coming or be part of this community or whether they will uh, investigate faith more. Some of the needs that they have in this group, if this is you, these are some of the big needs that you would have in the group. A service that I understand. I don't want to come to church <coughs> and feel like I have to know a new language. Uh, you know, I have to um, you know, learn songs from years and years ago. I just want to, something that relates to me, where I am, that I can understand who God is and what his uh, desires for my life are and how he, he can help me. Other things that they need at this stage is opportunity to connect with others. You know, when you're coming and you're investigating God, you need some friendships that might be able to help you to ask some of the questions that you really need to know. You, might, you need to connect with other people to see God at work in their lives and to see whether this is something that you, whether you're going to respond to Jesus. And you need answers to questions. You know, so many questions go on in this time. And, and how, can, how can I find the answers is something that you're, you're asking if you're in this stage. One of the things I think that uh, you need to know is that we, in our, as our vision, is that we want to be a church that thrives and we want to help to create an environment where you can flourish if you're a seed in this church. Uh, One of the core values that we have is that you're welcome, no matter what you are, who you are, or what you've done, and we want to make a place where you can come with all your questions and just as you are, and investigate and explore Christianity, and we want to be a church that will help you do this in this lifestyle, uh, in this life stage of thriving. We have some places where you can uh, connect as a seed. Mothering Matters is a group that meets as part of Breathe on Friday, and many people come to learn about mothering, uh, how they can help be a great mother in what they're doing, but also to connect with other people who are Christians, who are who are growing in Christ. Also, play groups uh, are a great place where people can connect, and and a seed can find a place there to ask and and open up in conversations with people that are followers of Christ. Crafty Creations is where this happens as well. Um, counseling. It might be that there are some things that you really need some help with, that, are, that to answer so, to some questions, and you can do that. We, we often have we have courses that help reach people. Um, uh, sorry, we have we have food bank, which which provides care for people in our community as well. And this is often a place where people come and uh, start to just see, wow, what sort of place is this? Um, and ask some of those questions. The main places too where you can connect and find opportunities to connect is just look for opportunities to get with people. If someone invites you around for dinner, say, great, I'd love to go. If someone says, we're going out for supper, connect if you're in this seed group. Build some relationships and ask. A great place is there are some small groups that we have that would be really happy to have someone who's still looking at making a decision but as a seed and asking the questions the other thing uh, we, we have is an inquirer's course now this is really for people that have been in the seed stage for a little bit and are starting to pull some of the questions together and starting to say well maybe i might take the next step and if you're there the inquirer's course is a great place to understand what it means to become a christian Uh, what what do I need to do to be baptised, what's baptism all about and how can I become a church member. And this is a great course if you're thinking about giving your life to Jesus and want to know more about how you can do that. That is a great transition if you're asking where can I grow from here. It's it's a a great opportunity. Another thing I think um, you could do in this time is read a good book if you're in the seed section. Um, one, of the, one of the some great books I would recommend is The Case for Christ by Lee Strobel, or Questions of Life from Nicky Gumbel, or a book called Basic Christianity from John Stott. They're, they're great books. I remember too uh, reading a book way, way, I don't even know if it's still in print, but I'm sure the library would have some copies, but it was uh, Nicky Cruz. The cross and the switchblade. You know, and here's an example of a guy that's just living his faith wholeheartedly and you could see what it would be like to make a decision for Christ and to follow him. Uh, these are some of the ways that you can grow from here if you're a seed. And we want to encourage you. It is so great that you are a, a part of this congregation and, and asking the questions you are. And God loves you. And we want to provide an environment where you can thrive as you're investigating Christianity, as you're exploring it. So if you are, there's some of the things you can do. The second uh, stage of thriving is sprout. And this is for people who have come to the decision that, that life-changing, eternity-changing decision to put their faith in Jesus and to become a follower of Christ. And in this stage, it's starting to grow in Christ. They've just made a decision. And if you were in this stage, what you would have done is just given your life to Christ. And, and now uh, some of the traits are this, you're discovering faith. You might say, yeah, this is what I'm doing. I'm discovering faith right at this time. I'm learning what it means to be a Christian. I'm starting to understand what it means to grow. I grow in faith largely through church experiences. You know, every week you come to a service and you learn something new about God and what he wants. Or you might be part of a small group or in a group of people who are Christians and friends who share and you learn new things from them regularly. At this stage... You're growing in in Christ and you're starting to incorporate spiritual practices into your normal routines outside the church. So uh, now you're starting to pray. You might have never done that in the seed stage, but you're starting to give it a real go. You're starting to try and read your Bible and you're trying to do this regularly regularly. You need help still to interpret scripture, uh, spiritual issues. There'll be lots of questions at this time where you'll be grappling with and saying, How can I do this? But now, instead of coming from a doubt position, you're coming from a just help me position. I don't know what it means to live in this life. I need help. I need uh, to, to grow. Can you help me? Uh, you might so- serve in the church, you might not. It might be something that you do. You sometimes read the Bible, sometimes read Christian books. And you're trying to do that more. Some of the needs that might be for you in this area, if you're in the sprout area uh, of thriving, of the stage of thriving, would be small group opportunities. You know, really, if you're a new, growing Christian, nothing will help you put the roots down like this one here uh, than a small group. Uh, Actually meeting a whole bunch of people who Uh, uh, are also seeking to grow in christ studying god's word together it's a place where you can ask all the questions you have as a growing christian you can ask them about the the things that you're facing and the struggles that you're having and being in a small group is an incredibly great way to experience authentic christian community with people that will nurture you and help you and care for you in that time you'll learn, share with them some of the struggles you have with developing the habits of of prayer and and reading your Bible. It's a great opportunity. We want to make it as easy as we can for you to get into a small group. So Mandy um, Mandy Stark, my lovely wife, she works 10 hours a week um, and her role is to help you connect to a small group. So if you just want to be in a small group and you're not, uh, you can just tick you know, I want to join a small group on the blue, blue card and we'll try and get you in a one that's just right for you. Uh, the other thing is basic personal uh, spiritual practices. Now, this is a, a vision, you know, to thrive. And there's a lot of areas that we're not particularly fantastic with at this stage. But what we would love to do in the future is to have a course that you could go to where we could teach you uh, about prayer and Uh, daily quiet times and how to read the Bible in a way where you can really understand it and grasp its meaning. Uh, This time is so crucial for people in the Sprout area and we're really wanting to do better at this as a church by providing a place where you can come and learn those things. So this is a vision. It's what we're longing for one day. But if you're getting a, in a small group now, ask those questions and do that as well and we're working hard to try and have a place where you can grow. The other thing that you're going to need is biblical foundations and you're going to need to really... Now, you've come here and you've got all these different ideas that have been inputted into your life. You have different ideas about who God is and what it means uh, to, be a, uh, to have faith and maybe there's stuff that comes from... Buddhism and from all different faiths and the things your parents said and now just starting to understand what a biblical foundation is is something that's so important and we want you to be able to get that and again these are areas that we're we're really seeking to help you uh, grow in but we haven't got under control we're looking to have a real looking in the future one day to have a great course that teaches people simple foundations in Christ so if you're passionate about that let me know as well and we can start doing that the Inquirer's course is a great course again because it, it's, it takes people who have already made a decision and helps them understand the next stages of baptism and church membership and we do touch on some of the important practices that you need to grow as a growing Christian in Christ the other things that we would recommend is one on one mentoring right now there are people that meet informally every week and go through uh, studies on what it means to grow in Christ. For people that have just made a commitment to Christ, so there are people that have done that uh, regularly, and this is great not only for people that have just made uh, commitments. You know, in our last inquiries, there were three people that made a commitment to follow Christ in the last, of uh, course, to make a decision to trust in Him, and then after that, now there are people that are also now have made that decision. How can I grow? And they're learning each week. People are learning each week how to grow. Through one-on-one mentoring, uh, reckon there's some great books. Look, I uh, some of the ones that just I think are great at this stage. Uh, I loved reading the Purpose Driven Life, and I thought that if I think that if you're in this stage and just wanting to know, wow, where can I grow from here? Reading that book, I think would help. Uh, Too Busy Not to Pray is a great book on helping you understand prayer and how to pray. That's first one's Rick Warren, second one's Bill Hybels. I remember when I was. Um, uh, in the sprout stage, a book that grabbed me was Keith Green's No Compromise. Gee, it's an old book, but it's probably still around. And for me, that just helped me in that stage to grow. And if you can get your hands on some of those, ask people in who you meet what were some of the greatest books you learnt when you read when you just became a Christian. How did they help you grow? And 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 think about that. Do you know what? Sprout. Is an incredibly uh, great time and I just hope in this time you will say, God, what are you wanting me to do? What next steps are you wanting me to take? Whether you're in the seed, whether you're in the sprout stage, it's a great time to say, Jesus, help me take the next steps. So right as we close this morning, I just want to ask you a couple of questions. I want you to take a, a moment to say, Jesus said I've come that you might have life And have it to the full. And this morning, if you're in the seed stage, would you just hear those words of Jesus to you this morning? He's saying, I've come so that you might have life and have it to the full. And this morning, if you're here and you're exploring and investigating Christianity, just allow him to say, to reveal himself to you. Ask him to reveal himself to you ask him to show you who he is and and it might be that this morning might be the time when you want to take that step of faith to ask him to come into your life this morning people after the service that would be here just wanting to pray with you and if you're a seed saying i'm wanting to sprout you know i feel like i'm ready to put my faith in jesus people would love to pray that prayer with you after the service this morning if you're in the growth stage the sprout stage and you're just a new christian praise god do you know how many other people around here would just love to get alongside you and help why don't you ask this morning christ jesus what would you want me to do to grow from here is it reading a great book is it joining a small group? If you're not, that's a strong one that I suggest you to do. If it's uh, connecting more and more in places where you can learn to pray, where you can learn to have these biblical foundations, you know, say, God, what, what can I do to do that now? And i uh, tell you what, seeds and sprouts, if you start asking those kind of questions, look out. Our vision is going to take place uh, very quickly. We want to be a church that thrives and we want to help you thrive. So, now as we just close, uh, why don't we pray together and give thanks for the opportunity we have to thrive. Isn't it great that we can thrive because of Jesus? Let's pray. God, we thank you. Thank you for the way in which you come into our lives. You forgive us completely because of what your son has done. And all we need to do is put our faith and trust in you. And we receive forgiveness from everything we've done. We, our slate is wiped clean and we can stand before you, God, because of Jesus. Lord, thank you for those who are in the seed stage this morning that have been investigating Christianity. And Lord, I pray for each one this morning that you would help them to continue to ask the questions they need, to to grow closer to you. Lord, I pray that you would help them to realise their desperate need for you. I'm going to pray that they would put their faith and trust in you. Lord, I pray this morning you'll be prompting them to respond to you, to pray with someone this morning, to get the answers that they need. Oh, Lord, we thank you too for those that have made that commitment and now are just hungry and eager to learn. Would you help them to grow? Would you help them to know more about uh, what it means to thrive and to flourish? God, we pray that you would help people to pray, to read their Bibles, to have regular daily quiet times. God, we pray that you'd help these people to read great books that will help them thrive. And Lord, we look forward to you at work in their lives. So God, thank you. Thank you that you are here, that you're here in our midst and in our lives. And thank you that you want us to grow. And we just say, as a church, Lord, we long to thrive. We look forward to you doing what only you can do while we help to build a community where everyone can flourish. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Great. This morning, as you've been uh, listening, we just have an opportunity now for you to respond. And right in these moments, we'd just love you to take the blue card out. And it could be uh, this morning, we'd love it if you'd be able to put just your name and address there so we know that you've been here. And if we don't know you, we can get to know you more. After you've done.